Changing the Sales Game on webtalkradio.net. I'm your host, Connie Whitman. As always, thanks for joining us today. And I hope as you listen to the show, number one, obviously you feel my passion for that word sales, that we have to change it from that manipulative icky, sleazy perspective to really coming from a place of love, care, and respect. So to help you on your journey, I have a communication style assessment. If you go to my show notes, you will, you'll be able to take that assessment. You'll get two reports. One report spotlights your natural communication superpowers, which specifically kind of identifies how people perceive you. And remember, people's perception of us quickly becomes our reality. Flip side, you'll get a second report, which is your lowest score. So these are people who literally communicate 180 degrees different than you. Very important to understand that because that's usually a blind spot and the uh, assessment will just shine a little bit of a light on that so you can navigate hopefully even more effectively and create more ease and confidence as you communicate. Now, my motivational quote today to set the tone for our conversation uh, with my guest is by Jill Rowley. And she says, before LinkedIn and other social networks in the sales world, ABC stood for always be closing. Now ABC means always being connecting because your connections lead to your next hire, your next job, your next lead, and your next close. This quote really blew my mind. And and I felt through my career, that was extremely accurate. So when I was being trained um, in financial sales 40 years ago, the motto was always be closing. And some of you might remember the uh, movie Glengarry Glen Ross. I think it was from 1992. Um, that made that phrase mainstream, as well as making it appear that this was actually the correct way to approach sales conversations. Thus, where the yuck and the ick factor has come from, right? Well, guess what? You're in store for a great treat today. I'm very excited to share her. Her name is Donna Serdula. Now, Donna is the founder and president of Vision Board Media a professional branding company that helps individuals and companies tell their unique stories on LinkedIn and beyond. So bringing dynamic brand storytelling to the masses and empowering people to dream big. That's the, uh, that's the ink in her pen. It's her web. Her website is uh, linkedinmakeover.com. And it's got a little hyphen in there, which we'll talk about later where she has a team of over 20 writers and coaches, and she helps people collide with opportunity and transform their lives via future forward career branding. She's authored two editions of LinkedIn profile optimized optimization for dummies, which I bought and you all need to buy it. And she shared her LinkedIn expertise at global conferences, presented keynotes and workshops featured on a number of high profile news outlets. Let me take a breath. Please help me welcome my amazing guest Donna to the show. So Donna, thanks for being on. Oh, Connie, thank you so much for having me. Coffee is for closers, by the way. <laughs> Wait, say that again. Coffee is for closers. That's directly from Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross terrible. That movie is <laughs> terrible. I, I, I can't watch it ever again because when I watch it, I break it to hives. <laughs> well, I, 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 I actually was in that type of a sales sweatshop environment. Yeah. And um, I remember like the guys used to keep little like, um, like cans on their desks for, like as a spittoon because they were constantly chewing tobacco and it was like dialing for dollars and, oh, have we come thank a goodness, long way, baby? Thank, yeah, thank goodness that's long behind me. And yeah. uh, 
it's a much different type of uh, selling atmosphere today. Well, yes. And because you're contributing, as hopefully I am, we're contributing to that shift in that paradigm of thinking from that dialing for dollars, you know, the spittoon and just being super aggressive and aggressive doesn't have to be a bad thing, Donna, right? But that aggressive, I'm on you, never take no for an answer, right? Always be closing. That's that just sleazy kind of perspective that we've learned and many people still feel the repercussions of that. So my first question is, how do we list skills and values so that when we create those LinkedIn profiles, they really differentiate us from the other noise that's out there? Yeah. You know, I think a lot of times people think in terms of that LinkedIn profile, they think it's a resume, right? They, they look at it. They're like, oh, let me just copy and paste a resume in there. Um, it's, it's, it's so hard to write about yourself. So it's like, just, just find me something that I can, you know, do easily without much thought. And, and really, you know, with LinkedIn, you want to think, and it's, it's something that you had said earlier, which is, you know, how people perceive you. Right. Yes. And and you can shape that perception through how you define yourself, the story that you tell and how you represent yourself online, you know, on these different social media sites, specifically LinkedIn, because that LinkedIn profile is so robust. It's so robust. And what you want to do is you want to look at it and think in terms of your target, you know, audience. You know, first, who are they? <laughs> what do they need to know about you? You want to think, what is it that you're offering them? You know, what is it that you're selling? What is it that you're, you're putting out there? How can you help people? What is that value? And then when you approach the LinkedIn profile, it's, it's not about making, you know, insane promises. It's not about selling outright. It's, it's really about forging a relationship and talking about who you are. What do you represent? What do you stand for? Why do you do what you do? How do you know this industry so well? You know, what is it that you're doing to really shape the industry and, 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 and help people, you know, that's, that's the message that the LinkedIn profile should have. And let's talk about, so before we jumped on to record in five minutes, we used a resource that's on your website and we literally, there was what, maybe 10 questions that I had to answer. Yeah. I think, I think it's less than that actually. (laughs) Yeah. Eight or 10 questions. Literally, Literally right before we recorded, we did it in five minutes and I think that there is, we, we filled out a form and then the, um, artificial intelligence on the back end pulled it all together and created this beautiful profile that now I can absolutely use on LinkedIn. So we did it in five minutes, right? But I could go back now and take out those key phrases that will speak to my ideal client, but also spotlight, you know, that I'm very heart centered and that, right. I do come from this love, care and respect. And it really uh, produced, I think a wonderful first draft, if you will, but it's a starting point. So what made you create that tool? Because I know with my clients, I have a lot of corporate clients. And when I talk to them about LinkedIn, it's like it's dread in the room. Oh, or I don't have a LinkedIn profile, or I think I have like just about bare minimum on it so that I can actually set up my LinkedIn. That's a problem. So why did you create that tool and and share really the um, output so that how much easier it can be? So you make those dynamic uh, intros through that LinkedIn summary. You know, I, I started my business in 2009 and what we were doing then as we are doing now is I have a team of writers and we write LinkedIn profiles for executives and entrepreneurs and professionals 
all over the world. And, and companies hire us to, to optimize the profile of their employees because yeah. it's so important to be telling the right story and to integrate it with the company messaging. And that's, that's, that's been our focus since, you know, since 2009. It's great. Now I always had, I've always had a course in which I've talked to people and, and I've explained, I've instructed, this is how you do it. This is how you write about yourself. And these are the words that you can use. And like, I've I've tried so hard to explain it and simplify it and make it easy to do. But regardless of how easy I try to make it, people struggle. It's so hard to write about yourself. It is. And so it didn't matter how well I explained how to do it. People just just couldn't do it. And so when ChatGPT came out and, you know, the AI is is there, I thought, you know, what I can do is I can take all of my knowledge and I can engineer the right prompts and ask the right questions that are easy to answer for people. And then from that, AI, knowing what my prompts are, will then create and generate something that's pretty close <laughs> too darn. amazing. It was good, Donna. It was good. In, in five minutes, that was created. That was remarkable to me. Yeah. And and so this is for those people who they, you know, they can't work with us directly. You know, and this is this is something. So if you want to try to do it yourself, this is a great option. And it's instant profile. So that that's the idea. Let's get and you an instant good, profile. If you have no idea, I'm telling you, it's a great place to start. We'll give you that information later, but that it blew my mind. So um, yeah, I, I thought it was, it was pretty cool too. It was fun to go through and do it, but we did it in five minutes. So again, have I emphasized that enough? I mean, this was to me a no brainer because you, Donna, you know me, I'm like, let's go next thing. What do we do? What's on our list to do today? And so five minutes, like sign me up. Amen, sister. Um, <laughs> So let's let's dig in a little bit now. So that perspective or persona that we're celebrating or putting out there on LinkedIn, right? That helps us get founds. But you know, everybody's talking about that personal branding now. So how does that LinkedIn, that start point of creating this wonderful foundation, right? That that summary. But then how do we amplify that brand and get found, get seen? Yeah. So it's it's understanding you know, what is a person searching for if they were looking for someone like you? Okay. All right. So what are those words that they might be putting in to the LinkedIn search engine? And if we can understand, if we can really think, okay, you know, I'm, you know, this is what I sell. This is, these are the solutions. These are the issues that I solve. You know, like if you can really think through what are those keywords mm. and then you infuse those keywords into your headline, into the about section, into your job description, into those experiences. What you're going to find is as long as you have those words in there, and especially in certain areas, like I said, the headline, uh, the, the job title, um, th- just interspersed throughout the about section, those areas are very sensitive. And by having the, your keywords in there, if a person is searching for someone like you and they are using a mixture or you know some of those keywords, there's a higher likelihood of you popping up to the top of the search. And then by having a really strong headline, having a good looking profile picture, those other little things will compel and attract a person to want to, you know, click to see your full profile. Yeah. And so that's, that's, that's all part of it. 
Yeah. If, let's say that I'm a team leader or an organization. You said you work with organizations as well. So how does a team leader brand the team or the company, or do we dig into the individual, like, but an underlying umbrella, if you will? Well, you know, you first have to really measure your effectiveness on LinkedIn as a company. Okay. And very few organizations really do this where you sit down and you say, okay, let me look at my competitors landscape on LinkedIn, right? Like what do the, what do they look like? What does their company page look like? What are their specialties? Are they posting, you know, with a frequency? Let me look at their leadership team. How are those leaders showcasing themselves? And then, and, and really get a snapshot of, you know, similar companies. How are they? you know, putting themselves out there. And then once you have that, then you want to start to look into your own company and say, okay, do we have that company page? Are our employees linking to it? You know, is our executive team representing us well, or is the executive team look like they're just dialing in as, as well? You know, maybe they look like they're looking because their resume, their profiles are essentially the resumes, right? So you need to take that snapshot and understand as a company how you sit. All right. And then once you do that, then at that point, then you have to start to say, okay, what is our messaging? Yeah. Right. Who is our target audience? And, mm-hmm. and why are we as a company on LinkedIn? Because you know what? Maybe you're on LinkedIn, not, not for the prospecting, not for the sales, because you know that they're coming in through the website. But maybe as a company, you're on LinkedIn. Your goal today is recruitment. Yes. Right. So, and maybe it's a a bunch of things, but really understand like, where do you, like, what is the audience that's coming to you on this platform? And what is it that you want to say to them? And what is that messaging? What is that tone? What is, you know, what is that message? And then you want to make sure that it's reflected throughout your employees, especially those that are interfacing with the public. Right. And so there's a number of ways that you can do this. Now we work, clearly we work with companies to do this for them. But it's it's saying, do you have background images? You know, do you have those assets that you're you're supplying to your to your employees that make it easy? Boilerplate descriptions and summaries. You know, are you giving them what they need so they can stand out and look great? And and stand out and look great in a manner where they're not going to get poached, right? Mm-hmm. Because Again, it's, it's all about the optimization factor. When, when you're working with like a team like us, we're going to make sure that we're going to put them out there in a manner that they're going to be found by your target audience, not by recruiters. And it, see, LinkedIn has evolved to just such finesse now that you literally can create whether you're recruiting or whether you're trying to get noticed, right? The brand out there. Um, the other thing, as you were speaking, I was thinking if the, if the employees and the overall arch or, or messaging from the company is off, people are going to not be attracted because they're, they're going to be, I'm not really sure what they're doing because there's that inconsistent message. Mm-hmm. So I think that consistency reinforces what the image or the brand that the company is, is striving for as well as the employee. So I think that's that synchronicity that needs to happen, but that's fascinating. I didn't realize that through these little, again, that little finesse that we could prioritize whether we're in recruitment seeking 
uh, new new recruits or, you know, spotlighting who we have within our organization for the client facing piece of it. That's fascinating. I didn't realize that. Yeah, it's, it's one of those things that I think a lot of people don't recognize. But, you know, oftentimes what I find is, you know, a company will say, all right, we need to pay attention to LinkedIn and how our people, you know, are presenting themselves. And so they'll say, all right, employees, optimize your profiles, make look good. Look good on LinkedIn. And what do these employees do without any other assistance or help? They're going to grab their resumes and they're going to copy and paste it into LinkedIn. And what, what happens at that situation in this situation is because they're using job descriptions, they're now, they're now optimized for recruiters, right? Uh, So that's like the worst thing you can do, but you know, really, you know, it's, it's being able to say, and that's one of the reasons why I think companies are, are seeking us out is when they say to their employee, rather than saying, we want you to optimize your profile, they're saying, we want you to work with this branding agency. That's going to really make sure that you're, you're, you're spotlighting yourself in a, in a great way. Your brand is important to us. We want you to look fabulous. We want our clients to understand, you know, the, the level of individual that we have on our team supporting them. And that employee says, wow, they're, they're investing in me. They care about me. Mm -hmm. You know, they care about my brand. This is, this is, you know, professional development and this is a good thing, right? That's what they want. So I, I think in some ways we have to recognize that there's the uniqueness of our, of our people that is important to spotlight along with, you know, the company message. And, and they're high. I love that because they're high, like co- companies hire me to help them build a sales culture. Right. And all that means is what does the client journey look like? And I help them create that. So a piece of that puzzle is their LinkedIn profile for the business, as well as the employees so that you come in, you understand what that messaging sounds like, looks like what they're trying to achieve in the marketplace. Mm-hmm. And then you could whittle that down to the individual, but starting again, at the helm of whatever the organization is, which is brilliant because again, you get that consistency, you get clearly what the, whether the client journey, whatever the objective is, but there's clear messaging. So the person finding you or finding the organization, you're going to stand out from, from the rest. It's cohesive. It's unified. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And, And you said it right too. How do we retain our employees, right? There's this massive exodus that they, employees are quietly leaving and they're not even saying to their bosses why they're just kind of exiting. And this is a great way to personal growth, personal development, as well as providing the resources versus go fix your LinkedIn profile where you're providing that resource. So again, it's this, this perception, perception's reality. Mm-hmm. Well, the org, the organization or company thinks a lot of me that they're spending this money and allowing me to spend time with Donna, her, your team, whoever it might be. Very important for the retention, especially of quality employees, because quality employees going to go, whoa, you're doing what for me? So, right. The quality employees are going to the ones I, I think that will see it and realize the importance of um that empowerment it's it's empowerment it is it is and then and then you think of where it trickles down to because you know as these employees are going into meetings they're talking to prospects the, those people are saying who who is it that I'm walking into who am I going to be talking to and they're pulling them up on LinkedIn of course and now suddenly they're seeing something that supports the the company but it, it really gives them a sense like this is someone that I can trust this is someone who understands who's going to get me 
and and the meetings are going to go so much smoother. So it it just it it hits so many areas and aspects of that business cycle. It starts to build the no like trust factor before we even get into a conversation, right? So it's it's helping to generate or strengthen the leads coming in. So then we're in front of the sales conversation. It's just it's just better. It, it you're coming in at a higher level uh, from an execution standpoint. The other thing, and then I, I have another question about LinkedIn and networking, but I'm, I giggle because I meet people and then we connect on LinkedIn or I connect on LinkedIn and then I meet them in person, especially guests on the show. And when they show up, I'm like, oh, not what I was expecting. <laughs> because the picture is like a glamour shot from the 80s and we're, you know, 40 years or 45 years later. Don, I crack up and and I, I giggled one day. I was, I was at a summit. I was speaking and it was virtuals during COVID. And, you know, we're in the back room before they bring you live to the front of the Zoom meeting or whatever, Steam Yard, whatever it was. And the the woman that's greeting me saying, OK, you're up next and, and you know, he's going to ask you this or whatever. And she looks at me, she goes, oh, you look just like your picture. Thought I swear to God. And I said, oh, should I not look like my picture? I don't understand. She goes, I have so many people come on and they have their glamour shots and then they come on and they're 50 years older than what the picture is. So I'm like, wait, are you in the right place? She goes, but you are you. So that's another thing. Mm-hmm. I think we have to keep our, our profile picture up to date. So when the person shows up at the meeting, whether on Zoom or in person, they know it's you. Yeah. Well, you know, it's getting easier. Have you seen these new AI headshots? No. Oh, I, I have, I have been going systematically through the different companies that are offering this because I want to find the one that offers the best. But this is what happens. You take your, your phone or you go through a gallery of your own images, selfies of yourself. You can send up to 10, 10, 20 of pictures of yourself, you know, different angles and whatnot. You smiling, not smiling, whatever you, you upload it and they take your face and they, they like lay it into a pre-posed image and suddenly you have these professional headshots and they look gorgeous. Stop. Sometimes it, I I swear, <laughs> I swear I will even, I'll send you the links. It's amazing. The the two that I did less than $40. Less Stop. than $40 is the cost of the service. So there's no reason to not keep an up-to-date profile. Yeah. It's true. I mean, it's so easy. Now here's the thing. Is it authentic? Is it, is it real? You have to find the right image. They give you a lot. They give you about 100, 150 images to choose from. And the reason why they give you so many is because you, some of the images don't look like you. Some of them yeah. will, some of them won't. So it's, it's really up to you to say, all right, this is the one that truly showcases me represents, in, yeah. in the most yeah, representative yeah. light, right? Yeah. So, so you want to find the one that really does look like it. But the other thing is it's really good for someone who they, they don't have the time. Maybe they don't have the money, the budget, and they want, they need something, you know, they need something now. I don't believe that it truly uh, gets rid of the need for a professional photographer. Right. You know, I, I really do believe that when you're at that level, you do want to work with someone and you yeah. want the most, most natural, most authentic. And that's, that's through a professional photographer. Yeah. But, you know, for right sure, now, 
Yeah. Hey, it's, it's something, it's something it's, and it's amazing. It's better than leaving it blank with no image at all. Cause that's the worst thing I think you can do is not have or, any, or the, or the one from 20 years ago. Let's yeah, or the one from, <laughs> I just, it just, it just is one of those experiences where I was like, huh, you know, where it made me pause. But then I thought, oh yeah, that's true on LinkedIn. People, you know, don't keep their profiles up to date. And, and that is another piece of the puzzle of keeping your profile up to date. You know, all right, let's hard. talk. Cause one of, it's one of my, it, <laughs> it, it is. It, it, it is. It is. And, and I don't particularly love pictures of myself. So you have that element like, Oh, I got to take pictures again. Like this is not fun. So I do understand, but this AI could be a really quick fix for people to do something professional uh, from an image perspective. All right. Next one. My, my favorite thing, networking. It's an important topic. I think we need to network. Our network really is our net worth to some extent. So why is networking on LinkedIn more important than ever? And what is the best way to approach that? Not, you know, you, you connect with me, Don, and I put, oh, I'm, I'm a sales executive and I can help you 10 times your income. Blah, 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 and they, they vomit what they do on that mm-hmm. first, which to me is just a horrific way to approach it. So how do we network and how do we do it well? Yeah. You know, with, with LinkedIn, at one time, it was very much just the profile, right? And, and you could get on LinkedIn, you could have a great looking profile and boom. I mean, you were experiencing massive success. It is still true that you can be relatively passive on LinkedIn and still collide with opportunities because you have that up to date profile. Yeah. Like that is still true. However, there is now this LinkedIn feed. And the LinkedIn feed, LinkedIn has really worked hard to, to change it from what was once, you know, tons of like, oh, so-and-so connected with so-and-so, so-and-so updated their profile, so-and-so joined this group. And it was just boring. It was mind-numbingly terrible. And they've really said, look, we want that LinkedIn feed to be the people you know talking about the things you care about. Yeah. And so with LinkedIn, why is it important? Because it, it doesn't have to be one, one-to-one. It could be one-to-many. And so if you look at it and say, all right, this, is, this isn't really a pulpit. This is a conversation pit. So I'm going to go onto LinkedIn and I'm going to post. And I'm going to post something of value, something that educates, something that helps, something that adds value to my audience. And you, and you post it. And it goes out. And people need, people want to engage with it. They want to, you know, give you, you know, leave comments. And the thing is you need to then reply to those comments. Yes. And LinkedIn wants to see this back and forth conversation taking place in the comments of your post. And when they see that, when they see that it's engaging, they see that it's, it's spurring conversations. That's when LinkedIn says, wow, we need to send this out to more people. We need to show it to more eyeballs. And the more people who see it, the more people who jump in and you're having these conversations, guess what? That's, that's networking. That's networking. And, and the crazy thing is oftentimes people who aren't even in there and engaged, they're still reading it. So, so there's a lot more eyeballs on it than you even realize, right? But it's a great way of helping, helping others, spotlighting your own expertise and knowledge right? And then you start to have these conversations and you're, and you start to forge relationships, but then it's up to you to then say, you know what, I'm going to take this one offline. Maybe I'm going to give them a call. Maybe I'm going to invite them out for coffee, or maybe I'm going to have a zoom call and say, let's, Hey, let's just have an informational interview. Let's just talk to learn about our synergies. 
So it's, it's a place where it's no longer just your profile. It's your profile, but then it's you having fun, reaching out, engaging with others. And, and it's, it's amazing what happens. And, and I think fun is important too, because, and, and I know I, I wrote an article, so I belong to, and I'm, I would like you to comment on this also. I belong to a group of, um, a networking group that I belong to. And every Wednesday, they, we do Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I think mine is on Wednesday where I post an article. We share it within the pod. I call it a pod. It's a group. And we comment on each other's, um, we read the article or whatever, and short posts, and we comment, et cetera. Well, our impressions of people seeing it is thousands, right? You get in front of thousands uh, um, of people, and then you create this wonderful engagement where you can respond or somebody responds that I haven't spoken to in a while. I'm like, oh my God, have the baby, you know, what's going on? Mm-hmm. So it, it, it allows me to spur into these personal conversations. But the fun part, I think, and it also helps spotlight your personality, not only what you're good at, but who you are, the individual, right? Because if I'm buying, if someone buys for me, they're buying me as well as my programs. If they're buying you, they're buying you, your team, as well as the programs and and different resources you offer. So I remember I wrote an article six months ago um, when this new Spider-Man movie had come out and my husband and I, we did our date was our, I think our anniversary. Mm -hmm. And I wrote, and at the end, right. Marvel, we know don't leave because they're going to give you little vignette into the next movie. Right. Mm -hmm. So we, and it I sat there and I giggled to myself. I thought it's like a secret community. (laughs) We're all waiting for the preview of the next movie. No one moved because we all knew what was coming. So I right, that was fun. That gets to know me and my husband. We had a date going to see Marvel. Yeah. But the flip side was, how did I connect it back to? How do yeah. your, like that we knew Marvel, right? So they've built this community. How are you building your community so people know what to expect from you and your organization? So you could take, but that that's fun. They get to know me, the person, but then understand what the business repercussion is for them. Hopefully have them pause to say, wow, that was a great example. Am I differentiating myself? Am I spotlighting that if you're in my community, this is, you know, kind of what you get or, or the, the type of person that you're dealing with. So what do you think about those pods, um, you know, to amplify the message that you were talking about before? Well, you know, there, there are some pods that are done organically and it sounds like yours is an organic type of pod Yes, and, and you're helping each other uh, yes. you're commenting and, and that, that works well. I, I do think LinkedIn is catching in and they're cracking down a little bit. If they see it always happening, they know. But at the same time, it's still, it, the idea is that you're creating that those conversations and that's what LinkedIn is looking for. There are some pods, Connie, that aren't so nice, that are automated and people pay oh. money. And when you see those posts that are doing really, really, really well, but they are so inane and you're like, what's going on? And you click and all of a sudden you see all of these people going, great job. Oh, great. Interesting idea. Good point over like, that's a bad pod. That's a bad pod. And there are pods that are, that are doing that. And so what I, what I support, because I've always believed you want to play nice in the LinkedIn sandbox, (laughs) because if you want to stay in that sandbox, right. (laughs) Yeah, gotta play nice. So I have always, you know, I've always believed in, in 
understanding their terms of service and operating within that. Um, and so do not audit, do not do those automated pods, please stay away, Terrible. stay away from those. But if, if it's like, what I like to do is if I, I, when I, when I do a post, I always think to myself, is there someone in my network that I think is going to get a lot of value out of this? Mm, you know, like who that. do I feel? And, and I will send that link to the person and I'll say, Hey, you know, I was thinking about you when I wrote this and I'd love for you to, you know, pop in there and leave your two cents. You know, I might send it to a couple of my writers and say, Hey guys, just posted something. If you find value in it, like it, comment, you know, so I do believe in, in a, a little bit of a kickstart of those posts like and asking people for engagement, but not like hundreds of people. Yeah. I don't, we, we have, I think in each of the pods, again, we, we got to choose which day, but I think we've limited to under, uh, and again, I'm guessing, but maybe 30 or 35 people so that, cause sometimes I can't comment. Sometimes I can right? and other people, the same thing. But I like we read the articles or we read the post or we watch yeah. the video, right? We have one person, she does the video, um, you know, good things to do on the videos. And it's like, I didn't know that. Or that was so interesting. My favorite thing was, right? And you cut and paste from the thing, something they said that just resonated with you. So, um, yeah. And I like how you said that we're sharing it with people that you think we'll find the value in it. Yeah. And, you know, if we're described, see, this is the ick, man. There's so much still ick out there in how we do business. And I, I, I understand the AI is there to support it, which is, which could be a good thing, but abusing it, like you described, great job, great job, great job. It's crap. And the post was something they, they took maybe a picture from somewhere and posted it. That's what I've seen. Mm -hmm. It's crap. So, you know what? I'll be honest, when I see those posts, I don't even open them anymore because you know yeah. who they are. There's no value to me. Why am I wasting my time? Where I always hope that someone sees, oh, Connie posted something. I wonder, I wonder what cool thing or what insight she's sharing today, right? That you have to build that momentum and that yeah. reputation. AI can't do everything. And oh, by the way, these quick hits, oh, you get 10,000 impressions. But what's the back end? What's the return on my time and return on my investment? Yeah in real time and real dollars. So, you know, we go through these things, but there are numbers look good, but they're numbers that don't translate to anything to me. Yeah. That's garbage. It's a waste of time. Yeah. They're false numbers. It's, it's false. It's, yeah. it's, it's entirely for your own ego and nothing yeah. else. Exactly. But you did say something that I think is really, really important. And that is if you see something on LinkedIn that gets your blood boiling mm. that you don't like, scroll by it very fast. <laughs> because if you open it up, if you hit see more, if you go into those comments, if you even put a comment, all of the, that activity is saying to LinkedIn, oh, this is good stuff. I like it. <laughs> so the best thing to do, if you really want to dial in your feed and get the right stuff is just ignore the stuff you don't like. I, Spend time on the stuff that you do like, and you're going to yeah. see more of what you do and less of what you don't. It, it's usage, right? Because mm -hmm. there's an algorithm on the back of LinkedIn. They know what I want to read and what I don't, and they know the people I follow. And and the other cool thing on LinkedIn that I love is there's a bell at the top, right? I think it is on the profile. If you click that, like if you go to Donna or my profile and you click that bell, anytime we put a post out there, you'll get notified. So mm -hmm. there's people out there that I love their posts. And I think, oh, I always learn something. It's it's a quick read, but it's so interesting. It's well well written. I follow them and then they pop up on my feed and I'll, I will pause and read because I know there's going to be value on the back end. So that's another little tip that you guys could start to build the notifications you get with good stuff. 
stuff and it, it bypasses. So the noise goes away mm-hmm. and it rises, right? The, the sweet stuff rises to the top, which, which is really where we want to spend our time. Donna, we're out of time. I, I hate that this, sometimes <laughs> my shows, I go, oh, like I have so many more questions. Here's the deal, um, folks. Please go to Donna's website, which is LinkedIn-Makeover.com. Here's the deal. There's so many freaking resources like the AI that we were talking about that we did beforehand. Additionally, if you have questions specific for Donna, please email her at Donna at LinkedIn-Makeover.com. And she has a free gift, which is LinkedIn-Makeover.com. And it's in the LinkedIn resource page. Can you tell everybody what that is? Because I have the link in the show notes. Yeah, sure. I have my LinkedIn headline generator, which is just a fabulous tool. It automates the creation of a headline that you can just click, 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 copy it, paste it in there. You're going to get more more hits to your profile. Your profile is going to be more optimized. It's going to be more engaging. People are going to find it and they're going to click on it. And you're going to get more opportunity. I love it. And hopefully opportunity with the right peeps. So the right peeps are following you, right? As you start to build your network in business or career, whatever it might be. So you want to, here's the thing, right, Donna, we want to, we want to attract those like-minded folks because they're the ones who we will do business with us buying or them doing business with us. If I, or my organization resonates with their values and all those things. So I think LinkedIn really does help us build that no like trust factor, but also connect with the right people that are like us. Um, It was funny. Recently uh, a gentleman, we were having a back and forth and I thought, Oh, financial industry. I thought, Oh, good. We have something in common. You never know. We might be able to work on a project or something, right? We're in the same kind of uh, industry. And then if I didn't respond, he's like, well, where are you? Are you ignoring me now? And I thought, well, this just got weird. And I went in, I had to block him. I didn't report him or anything because I don't want people to get in trouble. But I thought, wow, LinkedIn, we really have to be on our game and be discerning on who we connect with. And that's why I think creating this really good, dynamic, uh, relevant profile as to who we are through branding and everything. Hopefully it attracts the right people and leaves those wackadoos out in the world and not in our world. It's just a waste of time and energy, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. I, 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 I've always said, I, I want your profile to repel the people that aren't part of your tribe and attract the people that are. Absolutely. You can't be all things to everybody. We don't want that. We don't want to no. spray and pray. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, well said. Thank you so much uh, for being on. Great show. I, I, everybody, I think you have to go listen again, take notes, make sure you go on the resource page because again, Donna has a ton of stuff on her website. I was perusing. And if you really are unsure of how to proceed, reach out to Donna, um, but use that AI. I think it's another great resource that Donna has on her website or talk to her about it on how you can use it working with her. So again, um, LinkedInMakeover.com with a little hyphen in there or Donna at LinkedInMakeover.com. Reach out, connect, um, connect with her on LinkedIn and, and certainly follow some of the cool things she's doing out there. Thanks Thank again, you. Donna. Thank Go you ahead. so much for having me, Connie. Oh. Thank you. I love, I love hanging out with you. We can go on and on. So, you know, it's, it, that means it's good stuff, right? There's good meat here. And that's why we weren't at a loss and why it, it really does feel like it went so fast. So thank you again, Donna, for just a great show. 
Um, and thank you all for joining me uh, weekly as we question, build, and discover together. No matter where you are on your journey of changing your sales game, again, whether in corporate or whether you're in business, I really hope between my guests and I that we've shared some tip strategies, ideas that you can implement immediately. Information is a beautiful thing. If you do nothing with it, it's simply information. Promise, I promise you, if you start to apply some of the tips that you learned from the show and you put them into action, like the conversation about your LinkedIn profile, I promise you magic happens on the back end. I wish you all an amazing week. Thank you for tuning in. I am truly honored to have you on this journey with me. And I hope that you tune in next week. Don't miss an episode. I love you all. Have a great one. Thanks again. Be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss a single episode. And while you're at it, please leave a rating and review and share it with your friends. Tune in every week for more exciting insights and strategies on increasing your business's ROI. And always remember, lead with heart and your sales will follow.